Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers. Say nerd. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Enrique Alvarez Cleary. If any of you need anything at all, too bad. Deal with your problems yourselves like adults. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, Nick and Nathan, back with you. Uh, so, Nathan, I-, I feel like I'm the only one that calls you Nate. Honestly, no. I mean, Bach does it. Okay, because, good. Rico comedy. Okay, because w- when we were when we were hanging out last week, oh, so I mean Nicole was with us, and she's like, "You call him Nate? Nobody calls him Nate." And I I'm like, I "Listen, mean, man, if if the 1011 people don't call you Nate, <laughs> then it could be just be a ticket." Well, I mean, thing. it's probably also what I go by on air. I mean, I go okay. by when I, when I do like my tag out, um, it's Nathan Brennan. Okay. But I'm fine with Nate. Change okay. it up a little bit. It's funny because every single part of my life, I've gone through different phases of my name. So in high school, I was Nate. That's okay. what all my buddies called me. Oh, time out. Before you continue, do not ever say, please, do not tell me that you went by Nate Dog at one point. No, 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 no. Okay. I never went by. I did go by, in college, I was Brennan. So I just okay. went by my last well, name. I feel like that's a baseball thing sometimes. Go by your last name? Go by your last name. Mine was, in baseball, it was Nate because it's one syllable. Quick. Okay. Coaches yell at me easier, Nate. Okay. Um, and then now I've always just gone by Nathan. But then you guys call me Nate. Honestly, that's the thing. Everyone always asks me. They say, what do you prefer to be called by? Mm-hmm. I really couldn't care less. Okay, good. Just don't call me a moron, a clown, any of that. Okay, good. As long as you don't do that, call me whatever. That'll happen, I'm sure, on the text line. <laughs> um, it's already it, it, just, it just happened to me yesterday. It happened. So, anyway, um, Nate is still with me. Rico. So, we, we go into break. Mark comes in. He's like, Rico's dead. And so Rico He's is not here. So I, I will say this. Rico did ask me to, to pass this along to the listeners. Please don't let the tip jar die. <laughs> That's what he said. That comes straight from Rico. If you listen usually on Fridays, you know he usually gives a passionate speech about how the tip jar is is crucial to the success of the show and that we need you guys need to stop being lazy. I'm not doing that because I don't, I don't believe in that. Um, but... If you guys want the tip jar to be alive, it's fine. I think it's dead, so well, uh, you know, take that for what to you want. To be honest with you, I don't even know what the tip jar is. It's a text bag. But see, previous hosts had the text bag, so we couldn't... I felt weird just immediately taking the text bag. What? So previous hosts that left right. had a text bag segment okay. where people just send in random stuff. Okay. I wanted to do something similar... At the time, I got my show back in August, but we couldn't because it would just be copying another show here on the station. So then those people left at the start of the year, and I was like, sweet, text bag's mine, but we can't call it the text bag. So at the happy hour, we're like, all right, let's try to make this, you know, relative to the show. Tip jar. Tip jar, nice. But that's clever. See? Credit to you guys for People that. don't like that it, though. That is clever. People do not like it. it it's <laughs> tip dead. Jar? It's dead after about three or four weeks of being alive. It's dead. Tip well, jar's dead. Last so I, I don't know if it's the name. I don't know if it needs to be the text bag, but that's pretty orig- original. Text bag, yeah. 
Um, so it is what it is. I'm not too concerned about it. As always, 402-999-4620. The text line, feel free to uh, chime in all hour long. The ticket water cooler with Nathan and Bach is next. But for about 26 more minutes, you have me and Nathan on the happy hour. Okay, so Nebraska women's basketball last night, really, really impressive performance. They are they are a lot of fun to watch. And, they I mean, they beat Illinois 92-74, first round of the Big Ten tournament. Jazz Shelley drops 32 points, sets a new record for most made three-pointers in a single game with nine. I believe she was nine of 13 from beyond the arc. Um. Alexis Markowski drops 22 points and nine rebounds. One rebound shy of getting her seventh double-double this season as a true freshman. So with that, Nebraska advances to play third-seeded Michigan tonight. I've also I've seen it where it's 7.30 p.m. is the tip-off. I've also seen it 8 p.m. I'm seeing tip-off. So I think the situation of it is that um, no, they're the game before Nebraska, which is Northwestern Iowa, they don't expect it to necessarily get over by seven ten because they need twenty or twenty five minutes okay. to let the other team warm up. Right, and it's also twenty five minutes after the Big Ten Network concludes their interviews, so their post game interviews with players, coaches. It's twenty five minutes after they conclude those, so it's technically probably about thirty or thirty five minutes after uh, the game ends. So if Northwestern Iowa ends whatever time that it's about 30 minutes from then is when Nebraska and Michigan will play this evening we will have the women's basketball postgame show I will be here breaking it down hopefully a Nebraska wins but let's dive deep into Michigan a little bit so I was doing some research looking at Michigan a little bit uh, they are 22 and 5 overall 13 and 4 in the Big Ten Conference this season their losses have been Nebraska back on January 4th they lost, uh, excuse me, they lost 79 to 58. They lost by 21 points. They lost to Michigan. Great game by Nebraska. Fantastic by game. Michigan State, Northwestern, and Iowa. Now, their wins are extremely impressive as well. They have significant wins over Maryland twice. They beat regular season champion Ohio State twice. They beat top 10 program Indiana once, Iowa once, and they also beat top five program in Baylor in the non-conference season. So really strong season so far by um by Michigan obviously 25 and or excuse me 22 and 5. We get a caller uh it says on the board tip jar is better than text bag. Tea bag. Was tea bag ever a thing? It was a thing? Okay. <laughs> Mark's going to help us out here. Sorry, it's hard to convey there. Oh, he right. said Text bag makes him think of tea, tea bag. bag, and tip Thank jar you. is better than tea bag. Okay, I agree. Well, that, in that sense, yes. Like you can use the math is, equation: tip right. jar greater than sign tea bag. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, another stat for you too that I'm looking up here, Nick. Uh, after the loss to uh, Nebraska, Michigan reeled off eight straight wins. Exactly. They are playing That's extremely well. Not which you love to hear, but I think it's also helpful to know that. They beat him once. Also, I was talking yeah. to uh, our our sports director Kevin Suits today about this game. Kevin, um, and he said Michigan has a potential Big Ten Player of the Year. Nas Hillman, is she that good? She is good. Let me let me rattle off what she All is. Right, I want to hear because that was the big is, part of the discussion. Yeah. He said that she's really good. She's a six two senior forward, an All American selection last year. She has twelve double doubles this season. She has had over forty five double doubles in her career. 
And she averages 21 points and 9 rebounds per game. Pretty good. For Michigan. They also have Emily Kaiser, who is a six foot three senior. Did she used to be in Nebraska? Not that one. I, I was going to get to Leah Brown. So we'll say. get to her in a second. Emily Kaiser, she led uh, Michigan in points back when they played Nebraska. Nebraska did a really good job back in January of shutting down Nas Hillman. And give credit to Alexis Markowski. I believe, if I remember correctly, that was Alexis Markowski's first game that she started. She's, that was her first start. Really? Was against Michigan. And she she played extremely well. Uh, so, I mean, but Emily Kaiser, once again, six foot three senior forward, 13 double-doubles this season alone. And she, once again, she led Michigan in points uh, back on January 4th, 4th with 13 in the game. Now we get to former Husker Leah Brown. That's what I was thinking of. And we she get, averages 14 and a half. A yeah, Leah Brown shoots 47% from the field, 35% from beyond the arc. Six foot one guard. She will be back next year. She transferred from Nebraska a couple years ago and, and ended up going to Michigan. She's, she's also been banged up a little bit. She is questionable tonight. Okay. We have not heard official word or anything yet. Um, as of last night, the last thing I heard was that sh- they were expecting her to be available. Well, here's my biggest question, and I asked Kevin this too, and I'll ask you. What kind of implications does this have for the NCAA tournament? Obviously, okay. this is huge yeah. in the Big Ten tournament, but yeah. Nebraska at this point, they're a lot. They're I, in the tournament. After last night, they are a lock. They're I a st- lock. I still, what does this do for seeding? I still think that they were a lock even if they lost to Illinois. So I, I kind of walked I it. I kind of walked it through last night on the, in the on the post game show, and I'll say the same thing today. Um, so let's say Nebraska would have lost pr- going into the Big Ten tournament. They were projected as a seven seed. If they would have lost, I th- I think I they would have been an eight or a nine. I, I think I, I don't. I still don't think they would be a ten. I think they would have been an eight or a nine, p- more than likely a nine. Because Illinois is just not a Illinois coach in her five years, seven and seventy-eight in the Big Ten Conference. Seven wins in the Big Ten Conference. Nebraska has eleven this season. My goodness gracious! Seven and seventy-eight in her five years as the head coach um, at Illinois in the Big Ten Conference. Just a, a mind-boggling stat. Uh, she used to be a Division three coach, and then she That's was crazy. She had a connection with the athletic director at Illinois. That's how she got the job at Illinois. Never recruited Division One. She was a really good coach at in Division Three, but she made the jump from Division Three to Division One. Hey, if we're giving Fred Hoiberg and in the Big the doubt, Ten, might as well give her the benefit maybe, of the doubt, right? Maybe seven, <laughs> but something like seven that. and seventy-eight. Yeah. They were one and thirteen in the conference this Beat year. Beat Wisconsin though. They did, and that's the wild. As thing. a fourteen the, seed, the last, that's impressive. The that's last, tough to do. The last two years, they have won their opening game. They have won the opening game in the Big Ten tournament don't the last play two Illinois, years. Just like you don't want to play Nebraska in the Big Ten tournament. Absolutely. So uh, back to back to the seeding though. Nebraska, I think if they would have lost to Illinois, they would have been an eight or a nine, more than likely a nine. However, they obliterated Illinois, rightfully so. They did their job. So I don't think it really moved them up any that much because they did their job. Right. Um, but tonight, if they're able to knock off Michigan, who well, as of right now would be what a three seed. I would not be surprised if Michigan's a two seed in the tournament. They are a top ten program. So two or three. Seed. So they're a two or three. So I would put Nebraska up to fifth, a five seed. I, I seriously think that's when because, you actually in because the women's Michigan, basketball tournament that gives you a shot because Michigan is a top ten program has been all year. Even after they lost to Nebraska back on January fourth, they yeah. stayed within the top ten. Like you said, Nate, they rattled off eight straight. They have two wins against Maryland. They have two wins against Ohio State. 
a win against Iowa, a win against Indiana, and their four losses aren't horrible. Northwestern is a team that sneaks up on the people. They yep. probably have the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. They play. They lost to I, uh, Iowa, who is Caitlin Clark, right? Turns um, out she's pretty good. Yeah, might be a national, <laughs> national Player of the Year. Right. And they lost to Michigan State, who, don't forget, beat Nebraska, and then they lost to Nebraska. So their four losses aren't too shabby, right? And they also have those high quality of wins to overshadow those losses. Now, here's here's kind of a strong prediction. If Nebraska's able to knock off Michigan, I would not be surprised if they beat Iowa. If they if they play Mich- I wouldn't be surprised either. Here's the deal. Um I think Michigan is actually a better team than Iowa. I think Iowa is easier to stop. Because and by stop I mean limit Caitlin Clark to fewer than thirty points. She is ne- she every time Caitlin Clark has played Nebraska, she has exceeded thirty points. She has dropped over thirty. That's Nebraska insane. and Nebraska hasn't beat them. However, this last game without Jazz Shelley and without Sam Hybe on the road, Alexis Markowski goes out, drops six of her first six threes, and Nebraska's bam in the game without two of their best players, two of their starters in Jazz Shelley and Sam Hybe. And that was also on a road on a road um, trip after they played top five Indiana. So, with that being said, there's some hope there. Nebraska, there is, I, I'm, they are a very good six seed, extremely deep, um, extremely young six seed. Now, one, you, but in my opinion, you have to get a six seeder. Yes, because in the we've seen when it comes to the women's NCAA tournament. At all costs, you have to avoid the one of the two seeds. Yes. Because I think I we agree. both know, if you're the South Carolinas, Stanford's, NC State's, I mean, these teams are on a different level. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to avoid the one in the two seeds. You have to get a six. You're absolutely right. Give yourself a chance. You're absolutely right. Um, one one of the benefits from last night's game, though, once again, I mentioned this on the post game, uh, Nebraska was able to to give Sam Hybe and Jazz Shelley and, and Alexis Markowski like, much-needed breathers. And much needed in terms of longevity throughout the tournament here. They were able to get Kendall Moriarty some time in the second quarter, in the third quarter, and, and the fourth quarter. Right. And that's, number one, great for Kendall Moriarty and and those younger players getting some experience in, I wouldn't say crunch time, but in the actual tournament, in the conference tournament against true competition, not in garbage time. And then it's also big for players like Jazz Shelley and like Alexis Markowski and Izzy Bourne and Sam Hybe. Because Nebraska, if they want to accomplish their goal, which is obviously a Big Ten championship, they are going to have to play four games in a row in four straight days. And when you talk about fatigue, you look ahead to like tonight against Michigan. Nebraska had to play last night, obviously. Michigan, this is their first game of the tournament. Mm-hmm. So there, there is that level of fatigue going back-to-back nights. There is a level of already getting going, though. You're absolutely I've, right. I've always been on that stance of if you're a team like Nebraska, the way that you get through tournaments like this is mm-hmm. you get a hot hand. Well, and that's you what, get the hot hand and you start rolling. I think it plays in Nebraska's favor that they've already played. Well, I think it plays I in do. Nebraska's favor in a way because they are so deep. Yeah, they are so deep. Nebraska is okay, and, and Amy Williams is comfortable. And trusting enough of their freshmen. Allison Widener is a starter for Pete's sakes. And they're able to put in Annika Stewart as long as her back is feeling okay. Because she went through some just back pain. Just nothing serious. Just annoying back pain. And that's kind of why we had not been seeing her in the recent games. She trusts Kendall Moriarty. 
Kendall Coley was a top 100 recruit. Unfortunately, her offense isn't really there this year, but man, she is a great on-ball defender mm-hmm. down in the post against another four. Like, Nebraska is deep enough, and they've been able to give their younger players some experienced minutes throughout the whole season that now we're sitting here and we're saying Nebraska has a, a serious chance to knock off Michigan tonight. Man, and and nobody be awesome? would be surprised. I know. Like, nobody would be surprised because this team, who has the most wins under Amy Williams this season with 23, has the most wins as a program, the fifth most all-time, I should say, as a program, the the most since 2013-2014 at 23-7. and seven. They just always find a way. And they've been they've yeah. been dealt with yeah. so much adversity throughout the entire season, whether it's been injuries where Jazz Shelley was out, whether it was a shoulder injury with Sam Hybe, whether it was listen, Bella Cravens is injured. We got to throw in Alexis Markowski, who was good off the bench, but you know how is she going to handle being a starter? Oh, and surprise, Alexis, you're going up against top ten Michigan today on your first start. Yeah, they've done that. Obviously, all the off the floor stuff late in the season, they were able to battle through that. Allison Widener stepped up. Now, Allison Widener, not necessarily huge offensively, but still fills fills that void. She averages a little over seven and a half a game, still fills that void in a rightful way. Jazz Shelley, for Pete's sakes, drops thirty two last night, yeah, and, and with with however many assists, seven assists, I believe, and five rebounds. There's a way tonight where Jazz Shelley goes out, drops a mere eleven points, and has fourteen rebounds and nine assists. Because that's just what this team team's is. Built. Yeah, that's just what this team is, and that's what makes it so much fun to watch. All right, we gotta get to break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the final happy hour of the next week and a half or so, and we'll do it next on ninety three seven The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.